Vince, wow, Vince, man. Wow, man. <laughs> what's what's <laughs> happening, bro? I'm sitting here watching the slide presentation. What the heck's going on, bro? The world is going on, man. What the heck, man? Whoa, that's going to be pretty exciting, man. <laughs> That refs me up, man. A bunch of old school promos and everything. Wow. The Black Scorpion. Wow. That's going to be exciting. Are that's you money, man. That's that, that's man? the money match right there, bro. That's, that's the money that's match. Right there, man. That's, that's, there uh, it is. That's, there he that's, is, that's man. Oh, whoa. Yes. <laughs> oh, Eric, Eric Young's dad, Toots Mon. <laughs> there he is in the flesh. Bro, listen, I'm serious. Toots arms are not too much bigger than mine, bro. <laughs> That's true. That's I mean, let, let, let's let's be honest here, bro. They are not much bigger than That's mine. That's true, bro. man. That is that is true, man. It's not. Wow. There you go, man. That, that's that's actually Come on, a really, man, really good toots. point. Wow. Very very good point, man. I uh, that is. I'm glad that you uh, mentioned that. He yes. is not very much different than you, Arms. No, two 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 went to trolley, baby. That's true. That's true, man. All right, man. You ready to dig into this? Uh, this raw. Yeah, I'm, I'm. Oh, I'm ready to dig deep, bro. I'm. I'm ready to do some digging, bro. Yes, you know, Chris. Indeed. I want to. I got. I gotta say something. I. I don't. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to see. I, I. I. It's hard to not say what you really think, and I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, well, I'm just going to put it to you. I'm I'm just going to say it this way. Okay? Uh, we open up with a Becky Lynch promo. And I'll say it this way. Becky has looked a lot better. Can, can I say that? Can, can I get away with saying that or no? I, I mean, I, I'm just being serious. And if I didn't say that, I'd be a... Uh, I'd be a phony and a fake. Um, I I don't know what that look is. I don't know what's going on. Um, Man, if you look at, if you look at Becky Lynch pre baby, uh, it's almost like you see a totally different human being. So I don't, I'm just saying that bro, because I don't want to get anybody mad or anybody pissed off. But there is a notable uh, change in her appearance. I'm, I, and I'm sorry, I can't add in a mean-spirited way at all. At all. That's not what I'm saying at all. But I have to point it out because it is very, very, very noticeable. Yeah. Well, uh, I have a lot to comment on that, but uh, I'll, I'll put Toots over instead. Uh, speaking of Toots being over... Man, I'm looking at the chat, and Toots Mott is over, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, he is over. There's a lot of people putting Toots over, man. People saying Toots, people saying, uh, yeah, lots of Toots. Black Scorpion for Hall of Fame. Very nice. Very nice. Oh, very nice. Very, 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 uh, very one nice. One person thinks the Black Scorpion is the ghost of Toots. So it's very clear. Uh, WrestleMania implications is what's uh, so what's oh, very that? nice, very, 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 very nice, very nice, very nice, very nice. I would, uh, I'd, I'd buy Toots versus the Black Scorpion over uh, anything Hell in a Cell related right now. Bro, this please. is the me, go home show for Hell in a Cell, and I am it did not break. excite me oh. whatsoever. 
give, 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 give me a break. Give me a break. Yeah. Speaking of Becky Lynch, we uh, started with an in-ring promo by her. It was interrupted by Asuka and then Bianca Belair. This led to a match between Bianca and Asuka. And uh, Asuka Bro, losing I've once never, again. I've never, I, I, I've never, I don't know what it is. I have never seen any television show that has attempted to make very attractive women look unattractive I, I i i just i don't understand and i'm not just talking about becky lynch i'm talking about rhea ripley i i i don't understand it like when bro rhea ripley put a picture uh up of her this past week and she looks stunning i mean absolutely yeah, i i don't understand bro when you look at becky when you look at rhea ripley when you look at oscar i i i don't understand the idea of of literally putting makeup on attractive women to make them unattractive when when this this is a show generally for men i i i just i don't understand the concept bro i don't get it either it, it just I, I don't get it <clears throat> just so much black makeup with this dark character it's just i don't get it and it's still not I she still hasn't really found identity by going into this evil dark side. Just she just got more black, you know, and makeup and hair. That's really the, the I, I mean, bro, she put up a picture of herself this week, Rhea Ripple. I mean, bro, it was like straight out of a modeling catalog. I, I mean, it was yeah. that st- I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I, I really don't. I, I mean, agree. my gosh, bro, like I I I guess. I, I guess we missed the boat because we could have made China look like a monster. I mean, you know, like I mean, <laughs> right. I, 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 why didn't we? I, I mean, I, 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 I just I don't get it. But anyway, bro, we got the Becky Lynch promo, and bro, I we've had we just had this Oscar Bianca Belair match. I'm just so confused, bro. I know we had Becky and Oscar and Oscar and Bianca. We've had didn't we just see this match? Oh yeah. Yeah, and we saw Oscar and uh, and and we saw Becky. Well, we saw we saw Oscar and uh, Bianca on an episode of Raw. Yeah, and I think Becky got a, she interfered the first time. I yeah, think this she, was exactly. Yeah, I remember now. Yeah. But we're already going in through a three way. So what are the ramifications of this match? Not, there are none, right? The, the singles, this particular singles match. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. No. It was the only thing was they they played off of from the promo they played off of oh well you accidentally kicked me last week and so therefore there's a match between us right before the triple threat match I I, I really don't understand these matches that's like scheduled before the go home there should be more layers in the story for the go home to set us up and get us intrigued storyline wise, not just throwing matches together that we've seen already. Bro, at least do some, if this is going to be a three way and you're just going to keep repeating these matches over and over, at least do something, bro, where, you know, you're going to have two girls start and then the third girl is going to get a five minute advantage. So she doesn't enter the match till five minutes in when the at, yeah. bro at least do something like yeah. that. Otherwise, these matches and these different combinations of these three are absolutely useless. 
They, yeah. they mean absolutely nothing unless, like I said, bro, it was for some type of an advantage or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, add some type of stipulation to it. I, I agree. There has to be some. I, I said that all the time. Just give me buy-in. Give me some type of buy-in for these matches and these these segments. Otherwise, I, I'm just not. I'm not in. And they don't have the NBA Finals to blame because the Eastern Conference Finals was last night. So the NBA Finals. So so the the championship. There was no NBA today. There's nothing. You know. So. They're, they don't have the competitor to blame this week. So, and plus, and plus, having that be a go home, go home show to a pay per view too. I'm just man, it was just so uneventful for me. Uh, bro, let, what is let, eventful let, is a question. Let bro, let let's be honest. I I think based on this show, it is now fair to say there's no such thing as a go home show to a pay per view anymore. Oh yeah, it, re- really, bro, it's it's meaningless. It means nothing. It's been that way for quite a while, bro. I, I th- that that's a term I think we have to stop using because these go home shows are just like any other show, bro. I mean, right? So we we've had this conversation before that the the go home was the entry to get those other few <clears throat> potential buys for the pay-per-view like you were really putting everything on the table you know the 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 show before because another buy another few buys another few hundred buys few thousand buys you're giving that person i I was one of those people like i was like oh man you know i'm kind of i kind of have to put my money here and uh, i don't know but then i'll see that raw and i'm getting excited i'm like okay all right, yeah, okay, I'll buy it, or I'll go in with somebody to buy it. But there's no intrigue to buy a pay-per-view or to buy a, a pre- premium live live event is what it's called now. It's just, I don't know. And the thing is, the pay-per-views aren't even, you know, 40, 50 bucks. Only thing you have to do is just pay five, 10 bucks to get Peacock. And the thing is, you're not even intriguing people to buy a $5 pay-per-view, $10 pay-per-view in Peacock as opposed to it used to be 40, 50 bucks every month. So it's just like, I don't even understand like right now to me would be even more motivation to get somebody to order Peacock because they can see a pay-per-view for five bucks as, as opposed to 50. I don't understand the logic. Vince. Well, I, I, I guess this is what it is, Chris. I guess this is the logic. I mean, you know, there's the age old question. When, when is enough, when is enough money, enough money? Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's the point they're at. I, I, I don't think money matters anymore. I don't think making money with this current product matters anymore, bro. The money is in making content and being a content provider. And as long as they provide content to networks, networks doesn't know Liv Morgan from a hole in the wall. The networks don't know Theory or Ali. They don't know who these people are. They don't care who these people are. They need content to fill the airtime and that's what the WWE is providing them with. And that's really what it's about right now. It's not about good content, Chris. It's just about content. Well, the problem is because it's not about good content, you're essentially losing 30,000 potential tickets 
from a stadium of event and changing it to arena show. I mean, like that's a that's a whole lot of money that you're losing because you're not building stars. I just don't understand. Again, I don't understand the logic, man. I don't get it, man. I don't get. It. Next, we get uh, Ezekiel and the Mysterios defeating Kevin Owens and Alpha Academy. So another variation of the same thing, man. So I, I, again, man, I don't, I don't, you help me out. Just, well, what, 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 ma- what, so the match, the match at Hell in the Cell is Owens and Ezekiel. That's the match. That's the match. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. And, and what, and we can't, seriously, I'm asking you a serious question. Why do we care about this match? Because Kevin Owens doesn't want Ezekiel to lie about being oh, Elias's okay. brother, but he's the only person in the entire company that even cares. Yeah. Unreal, bro. Unreal. Yeah. Next, we have Cody Rhodes uh, entering promo and it wrote by Seth Rollins. Um, this, this is a big pull apart here and big brawling and everything in between. Oh, man, I, I'm, I'm tired of the Cody Rhodes Earring promos, bro. You know what it is. Here's Chris. This is what it is. I'm 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 gonna give it simple. Everybody. I'm gonna give it simple. Everybody. Week one. Say we got a four week build to the pay per view. I swear to God, this is it. Week one, the gerbil or the hamster is on the proverbial wheel and it's going round and round and round. We do that for four weeks. We get to the pay per view. We let the hamster out of the cage and they have the pay per view. As mm-hmm. soon as the pay-per-view is over, the following Monday, bro, we get we get on that same carousel again. And for four weeks, the hamster just spins that wheel with nothing happening. For four weeks, nothing happens. Like you said, bro, it's it, it's variations of these matches over and over and over. Baby up, heel up, baby up, heel up, baby yep. over, heel over for four weeks pay-per-view okay monday let's start the cycle all over again bro these people have to stop watching this show i i, I yep. told you chris i took a poll and literally 15 percent of the people watching this show enjoy it those are real numbers bro it was over three thousand people 15% enjoy it. The other 85% are used to it. They watch it out of habit and they're waiting for it to get, get better. Bro, mm. you people got to stop watching this show. If you honestly and truly want it to get better, you need to send a message. Chris, I'm going to go right back to the Buckeyes and I'm going to go to the Giants. What do we do, bro, when our team starts losing, bro? We make a statement. We make a statement. You guys better get your crap together because we're not going to support a losing team. We expect better. It's yep. done in sports across the board, bro, across the board. But yep. these people, yet 85% of them are watching a show they don't even enjoy. Is wow. is your time so of, of such little value to you? Come on. Yeah. I think, I think Vince... A lot, a lot. If I can defend the eighty-five in some way, if I can, if I can try at least to defend the eighty-five, it's just that pro wrestling was such a, it's such a lasting fondness of memories when it comes to a lot of people. There's so many, you know, me being a psychology doctor, 
a lot of us we we look at memories and we 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 have that recall it it, it, it takes us to a to a really pleasant place and the the going to the to the events with our parents when we we're kids and you know seeing hogan come out and seeing savage come out all those moments create such a sense of fondness and so it's hard to let that it's hard to let that go as far as the fondness is concerned you can you're continuing to long for that moment again and a lot of times people when I mean, we've seen it we've seen such a, a a downhill slide when it comes to weekly viewers because people just kind of let it go it's like okay we're not going to see anymore and there's a pocket of people that's still there saying maybe there's something that that i can hold on to that maybe is going to going to bring some type 20 of years again. it's 20 yeah. years it, yeah. it ain't five years it ain't 10 years it's 20 years bro mm -hmm. it's 20 plus years the ratings started going down in 2000. It's yep. 22 years, bro. Yeah. I mean, my gosh, come on, man. Like, this yeah. company does not care. It doesn't care. How, yeah. how, how can you watch a show where they're blatantly sleepwalking through this show? I, I, I don't understand it. When, when I was writing this show and when me and Ed were writing this show, we wanted to earn every viewer. We didn't want anything given to us. If the show stunk, we didn't expect you to watch it. We earned every viewer. Why are you just, I, I don't, again, bro, is your time of such little value that you sat through this show for three hours tonight? Like, really? Mm-hmm. I'm well, sorry, man. It's like it, 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 it's getting it's getting to the point of being absolutely pathetic. This is a pathetic show, Chris. I agree. Uh, I'll speak for the SK Nation and say the only reason why the SK Nation watched Raw tonight is because they knew they were going to have fun on this show. Exactly. Exactly, bro. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> That's the reason why they watch Raw. Um, and that's the reason why I watch Raw, because <laughs> I have a good time here, and SK, Sports Kid has um, treated me very well, so I, I appreciate them. Uh, next, we have uh, Alexa Bliss and Dewdrop. Ooh, man, Dewdrop. What do you what do you what do you say about her, man? Just they 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 try to give her they they try to give her a new gimmick, like they they. A few weeks ago, she said, oh, she was asking Nikki A.S.H., are you done, you know, being silly? Nikki A.S.H. has no change of character and do jobs losing again. So what was all that for? Bro, first of all, you, you have two incidences in this show where one of the competitors, if you had this match as a shoot for 100 times, they would not win once. Alexa Bliss would not beat Dewdrop, and and Liv Morgan would not beat Rhea Ripley. So you have two, not one, but two matches on this show where two women are more than twice the size of their opponents, and they're both losing. Not 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 just one a big upset like the one two three kid and Razor Ramon. Alexa Bliss and and Liv are half the size of Rhea Ripley and Dewdrop, 
and they're both going over. And you're going to sit there and tell me there's not backstage politics. Do drop didn't say or do something. Bro, she lost. They built her up to that one match with Becky Lynch. She lost to Becky Lynch. I don't know if that was WrestleMania. I don't know what it was. What was it? Royal Rumble? So since January, they have literally buried this woman. Since mm-hmm. since January, I bro, I I don't know if she's won a match since January. Oh. So we, we we're going five months now. We're going five months. I don't know if she's won a match since the Royal Rumble. Uh, and she didn't win at the Royal Rumble. She lost. <laughs> so 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 again. Well, what are you going to tell me? You're you're going you're gonna to tell me she's not ready. Well, if she's not ready, then why is she on TV? She should she's be on TV losing. Correct. Yeah. Um, Bro, I don't um, think she's. I don't think she went over since the Royal Rumble. I'm telling you. I'm looking now. Um, looking at all the Raws. Um, she beat Liv Morgan on February seventh on Raw. That's the and last that time it. she's won a, a match. Yeah. So we're going on ne- next week. Will be four Almost months. Four months. Yeah. Yeah. And, and bro, here's the bottom line. If if a woman the size of Dewdrop can't beat Alexa Bliss, then who can she beat? Who, who who else on that roster is she going to beat if she can't beat Alexa Bliss? I don't know, and that's the reason why she's being booked um very suspect. I just uh, it's the stuff like that so it's just a black hole uh, booking like you're you're in a really bad spot if if you're if they call you if you are gone for weeks and then they call you back to try to make nikki ash a different character or smarten up and then you lose you know like i just i don't see any ups up upswing from that at all bro when you have a a bigger man or woman when you have a bigger man or woman that is really, uh, you know, athletic, a, a, a big person who, bro, that is like such a, such a, a diamond in a rough. When you have a like a Vader, well, like, and bro, of course, when I think of Dewdrop, I think of Awesome Kong. When you yeah. have a big man or a big women, woman that are that athletic, that is such a plus, bro, because they don't come along that often. From what yeah. I've seen of Dewdrop, I think she is very, very athletic. I think she has charisma, and mm-hmm. we've just that has meant that bro that would have been the equivalent of when i was at tna like you know gail kim the beautiful people everybody beating awesome kong i I mean literally that that's what we're talking about here every every normal you know 110 pound 115 pound woman has beaten dewdrop with no problem yeah there's some people who are uh, uh, commenting that uh, they've been watching wrestling for a long, long time, and so they're just simply watching it out of habit now. That's right. the reason. Yeah, yeah. Hab- habit and waiting for it to get better. Those are the two reasons. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so here's my question. Let's let's let's, let's lighten lighten this up uh, because <laughs> there's no lightening up with this uh, raw show. But it's always a lightening up when I ask my question of the week so uh the question of the week is 
let's do a name association. All right. Let's do a name association with three particular titles. All right. Three particular belts, as Vince McMahon would love for people to say belts. Uh, and so I, I got three titles and I want you to, as soon as I say the title, I want you to give me the wrestler who you think associates with the title the most. All right. So the first title is the uh, United States Championship. It doesn't matter which which one, NWA, uh, WCW, or WWE, just the United States title as a whole. The second belt is the NWA or WCW Television Championship. So the United States Championship, the Television Championship. And the third belt is the Intercontinental Championship. All right. U.S., Television, Intercontinental. All right. What do you got, Vince? Oh, don't don't ask me, bro. I, I couldn't even tell you. I couldn't even tell you who was U.S. Cha- I I couldn't even tell. I couldn't tell you. I couldn't okay. tell you. Intercontinental. God, bro, to pull somebody out, man. Um, the first name you think of. I don't know. You go first. All right. Um, for the United States, uh, the person who pops up is Lex Luger. Uh, for the television championship, the name pops up is Arn Anderson. And Intercontinental t- Championship, the name that pops up is Kurt Hennig. Those are, those are the three. Why, why Kurt Hennig? Uh, uh, because Kurt Hennig, uh, he, Kurt Hennig, he, he really made, he really polished the IC championship to be the workhorse championship. Like he was the one to me that really had that workhorse feel, um, uh, uh steamboat and savage at WrestleMania three really put the workhorse feel on the map. But Kurt Hennig, you know, this the, the the long title reigns, and just to me, he really made in the the late 80s, the early 90s, he really made the Intercontinental Championship feel like main event quality. Uh Honky Tonk Man was was good, but to me, his Honky Tonk Man, he's he's the longest intercontinental championship still, you know, still to this day. But to me, he was a cool gimmick. But to me, like her Kurt Hennig, he made it like main event style level on a consistent basis. Um, outside I, of I like guess, Savage and Steamboat. I, I guess the person I think of, bro, and I and I I'm I'm pretty sure he was the intercontinental champion. Razor Ramon was the intercontinental champion, correct? Multiple times, yes. Yeah, I th- I think of Razor, bro, because I guess that is about as formidable as it gets. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's that that's about the absolute best uh defending that title. I don't know, bro, but for, for some reason that that name came to me when it came to that title. Nice, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, J- J- uh, Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett was a good intercontinental champion, too. I think. Okay. Because he could work. Um, I, I mean, he he could work, and at the same time, he was that chicken, you know, chicken heel 
And the combination mm-hmm. of that two, I think, worked. Yeah, I, I could dig that. Um, let's see. Um, there's a lot of MVP for the U.S. title. Shawn Michaels. David Flair for the U.S. title. <laughs> um, Lex Luger, Mike says, Real Deal says Rick Rude for the Intercontinental title. Uh, David Flair, uh, Booker T. Paul says for the TV title that that is up there too for me uh, for for um, for uh, TV title. Uh, and says Kurt Hennig as well. Um, awesome Saul says Arn Anderson for the TV title. So good, good, uh, good comments, y'all. Good stuff. All right, next we get uh, the Miss TV segment with the Street Profits. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, they, <laughs> you know, I, 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 this is what I'll say. This is what I'll say, Vince. To me, this was one of the better, this is a, still a low bar, but this is one of the better 24-7 segments for me. Based on the low bar, this is one of the better 24 segments. I'd actually chuckled at the Tozawa segment, uh, at, at the Tozawa bit at the end. I, I think that was funny. Now, Bro, T-Bar is the T-Bar from that group. That's the same guy, right? Same guy. Yep. Dijak. And they stay stuck with the name and they just kind of cleaned them up a little bit, I guess. <laughs> I, I had no idea who he was when he came on. No more screen. face paint. Just uh, he's no got some movie. type of uh, some uh, um, big bully Busick type yeah. of. I, bro, I I just wrote to me this was just you know between the Miz and the Street Privacy in there to me I wrote this was just such a cluster and just great for a house show. This is this is house show business, bro. Get get all these stars out there. I mean that the 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 the, the crowd there loved it. They enjoyed it. The kids probably popped and thought it was funny. This is great house show fodder. I just don't think it's right for a television show. Yeah, that's all. Well, you have a lot of names on there, and you just don't know what to do with them. Uh, it's it's funny because WWE and AEW both have uh, their ways to justify throwing names out there to make it make it seem like they're spending their money somewhat uh, beneficially. So for WWE, they just clunk everybody in the twenty four seven segment. You know who they're paying for nothing. And AEW just throws everybody in, in factions. So I mean, it's just that's their that's both of their ways to just clunk everybody and clunk people together, you know, in, in different segments. So both of them have their ways of doing that. Uh, T Bar, it's funny to me. I looked at this and I said, okay, T Bar. I, I said this before. T Bar should be a member of Judgment Day. And for me, they should have taken him. They should have kept him off TV. There was absolutely no point for someone like a T-Bar to be a part of this 24-7 segment. Has, has he been thing on that before he did, this, Chris? Has he, been on be, has he been on recently, or is this the first time we no. saw him in a while? No, he usually he usually competes on main events. So he's he's been away from you know television for a while. So that would be a, a great way to bring him back as a part of Judgment Day if they, you know. But I mean, th- he did a sitting choke slam after being off of TV for a while. And I think he lost to Finn Balor one week or something like that, you know, if I'm not mistaken. But 
for all this for a sitting choke slam in the 24-7 segment. What what a promising, you know, way to build your character. Yeah. You know, Chris, um, I'm sitting I'm sitting here thinking, bro. I got I got I gotta think out loud. And I'll tell you why I'm thinking out loud because I don't want to I, I don't I, I don't I don't want to wake up tomorrow morning to any heat. Okay. Okay. I, 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 I don't need any heat in my life, but I also I'm at a point in my life. I've been on this work, I've been on this earth for six decades. I've been in this business for three of them. Bro, if I can't say what I want to say, there's like literally no point to me doing shows. But yeah. here's my point. When, when I, I got I got to get back to the Becky Lynch thing. Bro, do you know there was a time, I, and th- this is a shoot. Bro, I'll never forget. There was a time when Becky Lynch was on the Wheaties box. Mm. Did you know that? Yeah, I heard about that. She was on the Wheaties box. And, bro, it, it came off of the heels of her getting her face busted. But mm-hmm. I remember seeing the I remember seeing that Wheaties box. And I I bro, I remember I remember all the greats on the Wheaties box going back to Bruce Jenner. Okay. Mm-hmm. What what is the Wheaty box? What is that it's supposed to exemplify? It's supposed to exemplify great athletes, bro. Mm-hmm. Jordan has been on the Wheaty box, Jordan, LeBron. Yeah. I, I mean, the greatest athletes in the world. And and I remember seeing her on the Wheaties box and she looked like a athlete. Mm-hmm. That's my point. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the WWE is doing with her. I, I don't know why we're approving these these looks. But I swear to God, when 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 she came out and started talking, you, you, you know what, what what I was thinking of? I, I swear to God, bro. I was thinking of when Snow White talked into the mirror and there was the evil stepmom. Yet, and I, I don't like I, I'm just trying to understand. You had this woman on a Wheaties box. Repre- yeah. representative of a great champion. Muhammad Ali was on the Wheaties box for crying out loud. Yes. What, what are we doing just a couple of short years later? That's what I'm really trying to understand. You know, Chris, when when we look at some of when we look at her, when we look at Dewdrop, we 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 have to ask ourselves the question, uh, uh, Chris, were these women getting too over for? somebody at the WWE that didn't like it. You have to ask that question. You don't go from a Wheaties box to the evil stepmother on Snow White. I, 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 I'm, I'm really, I'm thinking out loud because I'm trying to understand this. Do drop a, 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 a very, very gifted big woman who came in on, on a roll. And, and Chris, you even told me, bro, she's been on the Indies for years. Oh, yeah. This woman knows what she's doing. She, she's yeah. not a newbie. She knows what she's doing and, and what's going on. Rhea Ripley puts out pictures of herself. She could be, a, bro, she could be a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. And I'm not talking oh, about yeah, the body. Yeah. She's got that face. She's got a beautiful, I don't, I don't understand. Is this, are they purposely doing? I, I, I don't 
understand it, bro. And that's why I don't want to get any heat. But if I sit here and I don't state the obvious, then I lose all kinds of credibility. And they, to me, they, they really had something with the, with these women and they've lost it. And I mean, bro, if, if you drop the ball on one, that's okay. You made a mistake. No problem, bro. I, I dropped the ball on a lot of people. But when you got, bro, and, th- and then we could even go back to Eva Marie. Like, mm. th- th- there is a history. Bro, Naomi and Sasha. Yeah. There is, a his- there is a history of a lot of women they have been. Oscar. Mm. You, we just said she just came back. No fanfare. Nothing. Are are we trying to undo the woman's? I, I don't know what is going on, bro, but there definitely is a pattern on the show here where 90% of the women on the roster are are less over right now than they were at some point in the WWE. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder if they're doing that, Vince, for the sense of keeping them kind of underneath the thumb of the WWE company. And because the thing is, if they get to the point where they're like a Sable, for instance, like she, you know, she was a WWE talent and she went like way beyond WWE. And she had that type of uh, uh, allure and attraction and just charisma and celebrity, you know, type of status and appeal to go transcend way above the company. I wonder if WWE is is intentionally kind of demoralizing, just kind of demoralizing a lot of those people to not make them as confident to go past and know that they can go past. The Why would they do that then to the the women and not the men? Because, bro, when we talk about the men. On the other side of what you're saying, bro, when anybody sees The Rock now and all the movies he's making, who knows, bro, if one day he could be president of the United States. Mm-hmm. When they see The Rock, they think WWE. That's not a bad thing, bro. So like if, you know, even if, you know, Sable reached those heights, when people see Sable outside of WWE, they're going to think the WWE, when they saw Becky Lynch on a Wheaties box, the WWE was over. Yep. So, like, that's the part of it, bro, that I don't understand. If they get over, the company gets over, bro. That's correct. that's the part I don't get. That's correct. A little trivia for you. I'm looking at uh, athletes uh, who have been on Wheaties box. Uh, you're a baseball guy. Willie Mays first has, athlete, I know that. The first athlete depicted on a Wheaties box. I'll give you the year if you want me, if you want to hit. Go ahead, give me the year. Go ahead. 34. Oh, my God. Ja- well, Jackie Robinson. No. No, Jackie Robinson was in the 50s. 1934? 34. Wow. We Babe Ruth. Lou Gehrig. One of uh, them were, was right. Babe Ruth. Lou Gehrig, Lou Gehrig, yeah. yeah. He was on there three times, 34, 92, and 99. Bro, think about that. Lou Gehrig was on a Wheaties box. 
Becky Lynch was on a Wheaties box. You, you, come on, bro. Like, that, that's a big thing. That is a huge, huge deal. How many times yeah. was Jordan on the Wheaties box, does it say? Uh, let's see. I'm looking at all the years. Most, A lot of them were baseball from 37, uh, 38, 39 baseballers. Wow. Uh, lots wow, of baseballers. Wow. And I know, you know, Willie Mays, DiMaggio, they all had yeah. to be on the Wheaties box. Otto Graham. Okay, let me see the 50s. Uh, um, da, 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 da. Mary Lou Retton was on there from Jimmy Pete Rose. Yeah. 85, yep. Walter Payton, 86 and 2000. Wow. Chris Everett, Jim Kelly. Wow. Um, Michael Jordan was 88. He, uh, he has the most depictions on the box, 18 total. Wow. Holy yep. crap. That's a lot. Yeah. But that's my point, bro. That's a big deal. <laughs> like that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's a pretty big deal, bro. First African-American on the front of the package was Walter Payton, 1986. Mm -hmm really yeah. 86 was the first african-american yeah. wow that's 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 odd bro not even ali before then um on the front of the package nope. yeah wow holy so mackerel that's that's 50, surprising 52 years there was no uh, wow that's uh, that's very very surprising i wonder yeah. i wonder how long it took to, to put the first woman on there does it say um Marilyn Renton was on there. Um uh Martin and Osa Johnson was the first married couple uh depicted uh nineteen thirty four. Eleanor Smith was an aviator in nineteen thirty four, first oh, female. Wow. An aviator was on the cover of Wheaties. Phew, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. The first That's the, the same year this Wheaties came out, there was a female on there. Wow. Wow. Fifty two years awesome. later it was a black guy on there, black person on there. Uh yeah, so good stuff, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Horace Grant, very nice. Uh, uh, Horace Grant, three times, three ninety one, ninety two, and ninety three. That's pretty cool. Larry Bird, ninety three. Babe Ruth, ninety two. Barry Sanders, ninety two and ninety nine. Elway, ninety three. Kobe, I'm I'm sure Kobe was on there several times. Uh, Aikman, Ken Griffey Jr., Jack, uh, Jack had to be on there. Austin, ninety nine. Steve Austin? Yep. Wow. I, I didn't even know that. I did not mm -hmm. even know that, bro. Mark McGuire, 98. Palmer, 99. Uh, Ali was 99 in 2012. Wow. Bonds, 2001. Um, Gretzky, I mean, you know, you, you name it. I wonder if Tyson was ever on. That might have been too much of a, of a, of a gamble. Yeah. Yeah, you know, bro, that, might, that, 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 might, that might have been too risky. Yeah, Doctor J, two thousand six. Oh, um, I wish I had. I wish I had that box. Uh, let's see, two thousand nineteen was a bunch. Uh, trying to, oh, that's a lot for two thousand nineteen. Um, wow, well, what was, bro, what can was you the look up? I, 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 I would just be curious, bro. Could you? Is there any way you could look up just wrestlers who appeared on Wheaties boxes? Uh, I'm sure that there's a there's a site for that. Um, yeah. So yeah, I don't see Becky Lynch on here. 
Yeah, she was. I, 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 I mean, I saw that with my own two eyes. I remember that. Hogan had to be on a Wheaties box, I would think, right? I don't see Hogan either. Really? Brother. I don't wow. see that. Wow. Uh, we got a super chat from Rollin. 499 super chat, bro. Wait. You guys snubbed when I said Becky's heel turn against Charlotte was historic for the industry, but without the turn, the no the man, no Wheaties box. Wow. Very nice, Roland. Very nice. Very nice. No the man, no Wheaties box. All right. Yeah. Touche. Touche. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Uh, I got, I, I was much more excited uh yeah me too i like (laughs) well we do have ollie bro what what was going on here because i i I, so ollie wrestled champa and then after champa got dq'd ollie gate theory gave ollie a title match because he was beat up is that was that the point of this uh i think he won like a contenders match or won like a match or earned a match somehow i forgot how ollie uh won the match but um so what happened was he fought champa which still i don't know what they're doing with champa so uh theory attacks ali to basically say okay well now you're going to get your title match and he ended up beating ali for the title uh you know the title match so and then they made the match for this sunday Yes, right. they they, they, they they redid it. So yeah, uh, it's going to be in Chicago. Vince usually don't have people winning their hometown. Do you think that Ali will win the United States Championship, Vince? Uh, bro, he he can't. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I I I I mean he he I, he can't. Who I, I I don't know, bro. Bro, I'm looking at right now. Kurt Angle uh, was on a, a Wheaties box. Uh, I'm looking at uh, well, he well, Frankie Lynch was on Golden Crisp. Oh, is that what it was? Golden Crisp. Yep. Big Show was on Honeycomb. Yep. But Austin was on the Wheaties. Austin was on Wheaties. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um. um let's see next. Yeah, one. I mean, I mean, bro, I, I, bro, I, I swear to God, bro, like I. I used to be able to know exactly what they're going to do. I, I I don't have the slightest clue anymore of who they're going to put over and why they're going to put them over. I have, I have no clue. I, I, I can't imagine just putting the belt on theory that they would take it off him, but who knows? I mean, I, I don't know. I, I didn't expect the, uh, what what's the name of their group again? Dark Order? What is it? Who they called? Judgment Day. Yeah, I, I, I the, the, okay, bro. They, we, the, we're gonna put them together, and then four weeks in, Edge isn't gonna be on the show, and they're gonna lose. Like, re, re, like, bro, come on. Like, really, seriously? Yes. <laughs> Never in a million years, bro. I, I'm, I'm watching the Attitude Era now to, to uh, uh, preview, you know, to review for my show, and you know, we, we put D, we just put DX together. Sean, China, and Triple H. You can't touch them, bro. For months and months and months and months and months, you can't touch them. These guys this have been together a, for for four weeks. Yeah, they were healing it up real bad. Uh, 
feuding with Chin Man, right? Slaughter. There was just yes, like, that's exactly yeah, what yeah. I'm looking at nowadays. Yes. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Did they did they say why Edge wasn't there? No, no, they said something about if he's he's in somewhere, whatever, wherever he's at, he's not he's disappointed with the whole, you know, priest getting them getting one upped. Why would they have Rhea Ripley lose a match just weeks after she joined Judgment Day? I don't know, bro. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. And 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 lose such an bro. Did you see the roll up? Yeah. And Rhea Ripley, who's a giant, was was doing the yeah, yeah. feet like oh, I can't kick legs out. Oh, it's so I can deadlift four hundred pounds, but I can't. Right, but I can't. I can't get this ninety pound woman off of me. Like, like I'm I'm watching this, and I'm like, this is so unbelievable. What are they doing, man? Yep, I agree. So Vince, here's the deal: you got to tell me. You you have to impersonate Toots Mons. Tootsmont, you have to let me know what Toots would say about this. Okay. Oh my God, I need I need some kind of a modulator, bro, to do the uh, Toots. <laughs> what would Toots say to him? I think Toots. Uh, <laughs> bro, I swear <laughs> to God, I, mean, I, I really think you made a mistake. I think that's a young Eric Young. I think, I think Toots. Okay, I this is think, Toots. I don't, I don't know if this is. Who is my uncle? Toots. Look at this, bro. My, my arm is bigger than Toots's. Look. Toots. Hey, look man. Co-founder of the WWE. Look at, and, uh, look at young Toots. God bless him, man. Yeah, look at man. him. Huh? There's the the no, there no Bruno. Toots was instrumental in bringing Bruno to, uh, to the WWE. Is that a shoot? Toots is that a shoot, bro? Yeah. Oh wow! I didn't know that. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. He's the co-founder of the WWE. Him and uh, Vince Senior. You know, they did the whole Capital Wrestling partnership. And uh, did they have a falling out? Award. Did they have a falling out, bro? Yeah, I think it was just you know, uh, Senior just you know went just you know took business by himself, and because uh, him and Toops had a partnership for Capital Wrestling, and he and then Capital Wrestling became you know Wrestling Federation. Well, the world right worldwide wrestling federation WWF. Toots didn't uh, Toots didn't disappear under the uh, Verrazano Bridge or anything like that, did he, bro? I mean, uh, oof, not sure about that, man. Uh, he he could have, not sure. Young Toots, yeah, man. But this guy, this from bringing in Bruno, man. So that's yeah. awesome, man. That Toots, is awesome. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So were, were, were you uh, Damian, too young so, to uh, were you too young to see Bruno, bro? Yeah, Bruno. Well, I told you I, I back. I started watching wrestling in '86, and um, I mean I've backlogged watching wrestling uh, 20 years. So I, I've yeah. seen plenty of Bruno matches. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw the the turn with uh, Zabisco, uh, but Bruno actually the the telling of Bruno's career uh, uh, was just kind of lousy. How they were booking him toward like the late '80s. Um, yeah, and he had the yeah, it just wasn't the, the the Bruno that we saw in the late '80s was not the '70s, '60s. No, and 70s. No, sure. no, 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 no. Yeah, and then he started commentating for a while for yeah, WWE yeah. For, for a little bit. And he had the uh, we had the little uh, uh, perm day. perm. He had the little perm yeah, going yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. I do I do remember the uh, I do remember the uh, the curly type of fro that he yeah, had, yes, had going yes. on. <laughs> yeah. 
No, but I remember I had one conversation with Bruno on the phone. I wanted him to do something at WCW. Bro, he wanted such an astronomical amount. Did he really? Like, bro, (laughs) work with me, man. You know, yeah, he wanted a lot of money. Bruno was still wanting a lot of money, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Bruno. Well, we get to our last segment of uh, the nights. We get Bobby Lashley versus MVP and uh, uh, Omos in a contract signing. Um, pretty uneventful. Nothing that came really much out of this. And this was the last segment. This is the final part of uh, what the fans watch for us to get excited for Hell in a Cell. This, this it. This was it. Well, pro again, Chris. Listen, Chris. Do we need to apologize for being so negative? Do 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 I need to tell Sports Keita Nation and Raju and everybody how sorry I am? But but here here's why it's so hard to apologize. Chris, you talk about what these go home shows used to mean, mm-hmm. bro. How does how does this show end? The baby face puts the heel through a table. Yep. <laughs> Why am I going to watch the pay per view? He Correct. just put the heel through a table. Nothing yep. to see here. I, I don't know, Chris, how could I possibly put a positive spin on that? You're supposed to go into the pay-per-view with heat. You want to yeah. see the babyface get his comeuppance. He puts almost the Nigerian giant through a table. Game over. Yeah. It's game over, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, seriously. And did you see your boss like... Poor old boss, man. He's uh, he's just not ready to. He, he's just not ready for the spot yet. He's just, not, just he, his, bro. Just he'll his, never be bro. His, bro, <laughs> he's not made for this. He's never going to be ready for the spot, and that's not a bad thing. He's yeah. not supposed to do that. He's not supposed to be doing this. He's a big yeah. man who's a giant, and they saw him, and they saw dollar signs, and they saw money. Not everybody can do this, and that's okay. I mean, seriously, that is okay. Yeah, someone needs to tell him how to sell, though. Someone needs to teach him how to sell because when he got when he got speared through that, like when he went to the table, he was just like, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, man, you gotta learn how to sell, man. So yeah, he, he's just not ready for this, man. And you know, um he he can be a super duper to me. I think that Omos can have some type of role in WWE, just not a wrestling role. I um, agree with that. He can be like an international uh ambassador or something like that. I, I think agree he, with I, that. I, I would I would keep him on as an office role for sure. I think he can have a really, really cool role. In the WWE, as far as the uh, the corporate side, uh, as an ambassador or something like that, I think because I've seen him like videos and stuff like that. He seems like he's a really cool dude. Like I've seen a couple yeah. interview clips and stuff like that too. Yeah, um, bro, cool story, some, bro. <clears throat> yeah. Sometimes when you're that big, you're just awkward, bro. You can't yeah. help it. You literally are a giant. Mm-hmm. And you know, like I said, man, there there's nothing wrong with that, man. You you're gonna be awkward when you're that big, and very, very, very few guys that size 
ever make it to be, you know, graceful and, you know, be able to do this, bro. It's not an easy thing to do. It's true. Yeah. No. Well, what is easy to do is for us to have fun every single night on here on the Leeds in a Raw. Look, I mean, those biceps, man, there's just, I mean, and bro, they're, they're the enviable. only reason I, I want people to understand something. Bro, if you enjoy this show, of course, I want you to watch it. Life is too short, bro. When there's something you enjoy, yeah. you should do it. But my point is, I took a poll of over 3,000 people. Only 15% said they enjoy it. So my point is, if 85% of you aren't enjoying it, the only way you're going to make it better is by sending them a message. Bro, when you have yeah. a losing team in sports, okay, and, and it goes on for a couple of years, what happens, bro? People stop going to the games. The Are they collectively... They collectively make a presence on social media that the coach needs to be canned. Yeah, exactly, bro. I mean, that's what happens. And like yeah. I said, man, we're, we're talking about a 22-year run here. That's what yeah. we're talking about. And at the end of the day, man, I want the same thing everybody else wants. I, I, I want it to be the wrestling that we were proud. You know, Chris, there, there was a time when we had no problems. We weren't closet wrestling fans. We were very proud of, you know, oh, yeah. wrestling and we enjoyed it and, and the spectacle of it. And it, it just, it had so many things to it. Yep. That's bro. We wanted to be that again. So the masses, can once again embrace this that because bro if those numbers keep dwindling year after year after year bro it's 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 going to get to a point where a a choice has to be made i mean that that's what we're really looking at so when when we come on here and we we speak so passionately about it it's because we're saying what the frig are you doing Put yep. put some put put some, you know, put some effort into this. This could be a heck of a lot better than it is. But like I said, it just appears like you're not trying. I, I mean, Chris, you can make it fun. Like you, you can make you it can, fun. Man. Like like Vince, we 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 literally put Tootsmont in the black. Tootsmont, man. Every yes. Single week. You know, if, if people, we get tweets about it, people, I get messages about it. People love it. It's like you can make it fun. It's right. boring because it right. feels like a stretch. Three hours. Yeah, th that's yeah. exactly it, Chris. This yeah. show, you just see like this, and yeah. okay, bro. Uh, uh Cody and and uh, Rollins beat each other up. We're gonna show it again. Fifteen yeah. minutes late. It's just this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, agreed. Well, what's not a stretch is channel attitude. Let them know about the channel attitude, my man. Yes, guys, just please go to, uh, if you really appreciate and support the freedom of speech, as I do, uh, just please support us at channelattitude.com. We got Russo's brand on there. We got the uh, Hameen Media Group. We got a lot of great shows on there, guys. Just check us out, channelattitude.com. Awesome. This guy right here, Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris. 
follow at the Vince Russo. You see right underneath his name. You see at Chris Prolific underneath my name. Follow these two socials on Twitter and your life will be better as a result, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Leeds in a Raw. Have a good night, brother. So long!